0: If you turn with me to Psalm 103, I'd like to read verses uh, 1 through 14. A psalm of David, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, Who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles? The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame, he remembers that we are dust. And Lord, we bow before you, we praise you, we thank you for your great mercy lavished on us in Jesus Christ. And so we pray now that as we hear your word, that we'd be open to uh, its teaching, that you'd help us through the power of your spirit to understand it and apply it. And we pray in Jesus' name, amen. We saw a couple weeks ago that in verse 11, it says the heavens are high above the earth. That's how great his mercy is toward those who fear him. We can't comprehend that. In other words, his mercy is incomprehensible and it's continual. The heavens are high above the earth. He is merciful and gracious, and he does not punish us as we deserve. And we continue to see here in verses 13 and 14 more about his mercy, his great mercy. Verse 13 says, as a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. It is those who fear him, it's very clear, but those who fear him, who know, understand, or beginning to understand anyway, his great mercy and his compassion The Lord has given us this illustration uh, as father with his children through his servant David here to help us to begin to understand God's great compassion for us and his love for his children, his love for those who fear him. Well, how does a father and mother pity or have compassion on their children? Matthew Henry in his commentary on this said, God is a father to those that fear him and owns them for his children which we also heard this morning in the covenant of baptism. He owns them for his children and he is tender to them as a father. The father pities his children that are weak in knowledge and instructs them. Pities them when they are contrary and bears with them. Pities them when they are sick and comforts them. Pities them when they have fallen and helps them up again. Pities them when they have offended and upon their submission forgives them, pities them when they are wronged, and gives them redress. That's the pity of a father. And why does he pity us and show compassion to us? It says in verse 14, he knows our frame, he remembers that we are dust. He knows that we are dust, he knows our frailty. And he knows, as no one else can, that we are weak. We are created beings because he formed us, and he came as one of us. Indeed, he came as Emmanuel. God with us. And although our bodies are fearfully and wonderfully made due to sin, we all have from our federal head, Adam, our bodies decay. They return to dust. But now in our Lord Jesus Christ, we can be freed of uh, the fear of death and of eternal punishment, and we can look forward to our eternal home in glorified bodies. Matthew Henry also went on and said, he, the Lord God, considers the frailty of our bodies And the folly of our souls, how little we can do and expects accordingly from us. How little we can bear and lays accordingly upon us. In all which appears the tenderness of his compassion. He has perpetuated his covenant mercy and thereby provided relief for our frailty. It is by his covenant of mercy, brothers and sisters, that we can deal with our own weakness And his covenant mercy shows his great compassion to us continuously. In Isaiah 66, the Lord said, As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. And then in Matthew 18, in the parable, uh, there was a servant there. You know this parable. uh, He was forgiven a very large debt, a huge debt. But then he did not show compassion or pity on the one who owed him much less. And the Lord said, then his master, after he had called him, said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant, just as I had pity on you? Our Lord Jesus has paid the great debt for us. This, this day we know that. And now we are to extend mercy and grace and compassion and pity to each other, as he did to us. Not the pity of the world. You know, most of the time when you think of pity, it's, it's, uh, the, the definition, by the way, was sorrow for the misfortune of others. Sorrow for the misfortune of others. So pity, oh yeah, I feel, I might, you might feel sorry for them, but possibly not do anything or know what to do for them in the world. But we are to have compassion to love one another and to serve one another because we know we are all alike weak and frail. And because we know the great mercy of our God to us. The great mercy has shown to us in Jesus Christ. We know the great debt that has been paid and the cost of it that we do not have to pay and we praise the Lord that he came and he drew us to himself. His pity, his compassion, his patience was declared to all on the cross and we could not save ourselves, he knew that. And so he had pity on us as his children and he sacrificed himself for us. He knows how weak we are. He had a body made of dust, of the elements of the earth like us. In Hebrews it says, We do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. So he felt pain. He had hunger. He was tired. He was tempted by the enemy. He was weak. He was killed because of his great compassion for his own children. Praise God that our Father in heaven pities us, and so redeemed us by the sacrifice of his son. Let's pray. Oh, Lord God, thank you that you pity those who fear you, those who are called and adopted into your family. And we thank you that we can rejoice in your compassion and your great love for us this morning. And Father, we pray that we would live more in the power of the Holy Spirit and love one another, forgiving one another as you have forgiven us, We praise you for your great mercy and that you know our weakness and you care for us. And may we be strong in you and in the strength of your mighty power and partake of this table now with you and with this family with great joy and in faith for the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we pray this all in his name. Amen.